Chris, it's so strange. Doing this we, here? We recorded one episode here, and it was our worst one. That's not true. We are jinxing it. I don't believe that to be true. I believe it's one of our worst ones. Yeah? But I don't think it's the worst one. What's the worst one we've ever done? I think we're recording it. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. I got sunburned yesterday. So I did no, background I work yesterday. Oh, nice. And I got sunburned in the face. But here's what I hate about my hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see it. But there's a oh, patch. Yeah. <laughs> there's a patch that's perfectly fine where my, my hair creates its own awning for my face. Yep. But only this one patch here, which does nothing for me. See, I get that with my beard. Like sometimes I'll go to the beach with a full beard and that'll be enough for me to be like, you know what? It's too hot for a beard and I'll shave. And you'll shave it and then you're... Dark on the top, light on the bottom. Pure porcelain. Pure, <laughs> Pure porcelain is going to be your new nickname now. <laughs> it sounds like a good band name. It, oh, it does sound like a good band name. What kind of band would a pure porcelain be? <laughs> Nazi rock. <laughs> uh, you ready to go? No, let's go. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, freaking you all of your comic geek and movie news on the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and then have a piece of banana bread. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Hi. Hey. Hello. Yeah. We're back. Um, that we've, we've been gone for a little while. Yeah. But, you know, life and shit. Well, it's funny, too, because this one, probably from the last one, will not have been that long, but I still haven't put up the stuff from oh, Pennsylvania from, yet. Yeah, 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 I know. And, um... Oh, I noticed. Oh. Uh, no, whatever. It's fine. But, um... Yeah, so let's see. We'll see if we remember how to do this. We'll ease into it. <laughs> Why do you say that so sexually? Why do I say anything so sexually? Good point. Yeah. I got a, I got a bunch of news. Do you have a lot of news? Do you have any news? I've got like a couple things. You've got a couple things? And I've got a couple of things. And the things that I have are probably not things that you will have, so that'll be good. All right, that's good. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of news. Because we've been away, I've got some old news got some newer news there's some i think most of my stuff is a little older but it's bigger stuff so i I do want to talk about it um the first thing i got i'm not even gonna give you a choice today i'm gonna put this right up front right out the gate right off the bat okay right off of any other weird metaphors i can think of yep i'm gonna put the dick right on the table there it is uh lord and miller no longer directing han solo right this is it's big for a couple of reasons one I think everybody was really looking forward to this. Yeah. I think this was a project that was questionable Well, that's before the, they were attached. That's the one that they did so they... It's the reason they quit doing Flash, right? I think so. Yeah. I think it is. The other big reason it's news is that they were three weeks into shooting, which this never happens. Wow. I mean, it happens. We've heard of directors being replaced, and we uh, and but that usually happens during either pre-production, yeah, or post-production, but not during shooting. I mean, that's when a bulk of your money is being spent. Which means if you fire somebody in the middle of that, you either have to use whatever they've given you, which if you fire them, probably means you don't like what they're giving you, yeah, and you ha- or you have to reshoot it all. That was enough to to make it a big story. What makes it an even bigger story 
is who they got to replace them. And that's Ron Howard. That's right, yeah. So they replaced Lorda Miller with... They didn't get some, you know, no-name who they can easily plug in and, and make do... Like a studio director who they can make kind of do whatever they want. Sure. They got another big... They got an Academy Award winning? I think he's winning. I'm sure he won. I know he's nominated. Yeah. Um, but Academy... I'm going to say winning. Academy Award winning director yeah. to replace two of the biggest directors in the industry right, right. now. Um, well, the the rumor has it, though, too, is that there's not much left to do. Yeah. Which is... So, I guess I wonder what he's going to have to do they called in a favor. <laughs> I feel like they... Did I know he has some some um, history with Kathleen Kennedy? I know that um, he's worked for Lucas Films with what did he direct? Willow? No, Legend. One of those two. Willow. Legend. <laughs> the Legend of Willow. I think it's Willow. I think he directed Willow. Or Legend. Or Legend. Yep. One of the two. <laughs> Um, there was a unicorn in one of them. Yep, legend. Ron Howard directed the other one. Oh, then Willow. I think Willow. I think I'm pretty sure he directed Willow. <laughs> or Legend. This is going to be the whole episode. It's me just going, Willow or Legend? Um, but, so I, th- they, you know, they have a relationship, at least. And I gotta say, Ron Howard, as far, if you told me Ron Howard was directing a Star Wars movie, I'd actually be like, yeah, that's great. Yeah. He almost directed... Jedi. Oh, really? I think he was in the running for Jedi back in the... No, I'm sorry. I'm a liar, not Jedi. He was in the running for one of... I say, he would have been pretty of, young. Yeah, I'm a liar. He was in the running for one of the prequels. That's right. He turned it down. I he tur- they all turned it down because Spielberg was going to do one. Right. I think Lucas was supposed to do Phantom Menace and the Spielberg was going to do one and the Ron Howard was going to do one. And, the, and Spielberg and Ron Howard went, George, why don't you just do them all? You're the one who knows this stuff the best. You're the one who's really passionate about it. Just do it. Yeah. And he turned it down. But this seems like a a franchise. If he was going to jump on something, this seems like the the best franchise to do. Yeah, definitely. It's just odd that they they would take Lord and Miller out this far into it. Um Yeah. I mean, what do you do? You think this is gonna be make it better? Do you think it's gonna make it worse? What are your What were your thoughts on it? When it, it makes me feel bad for Lord and Miller. Like, can you imagine quitting your job and then going to work somewhere and then being fired within like the first three or four weeks? I see what you just did there. Yeah, because that happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can actually. I can imagine that. I can imagine quitting my job and then going to work for a place for a month that I thought would be great, and a month in, they just fire me. But then I. Then I walk away going, actually, that wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, see? So, yeah. So maybe Lord and Miller will go back to The Flash. Yeah. I, you know, that's a legitimate possibility. If Did you're, they replace someone yet? They haven't. And if you're Warner Brothers, yeah. you should just back up some money and go, yeah, just please bounce on come them. back. They'll probably do it for less money now. I'll forgive you. Please come back. Yeah. They'd be crazy not to. Yeah. I'm sure they won't because I feel like they'd want to save face. Don't save face. No. Just do it. Just do, just do what feels right, Warner Brothers. Just do it, baby. Make like Shia LaBeouf and just do it. Just do it. Just do it! You know, it's one of those things where it's, they said it's creative differences, and I 100% believe that in this yeah. case. I don't think it's some bullshit thing to cover up, whatever. In some ways, I gotta go, like, this is kind of Lucasfilm's fault. I gotta place blame there, because you hired two guys to do a thing... And I'm I'm gonna bet without seeing any of the footage. Yeah. 
I'm going to bet they did exactly what they do. And then Lucasfilm saw it and went, oh, we don't want that. And they're like, well, that's what we do. That's why you hired us. You know, they they do Last Man on Earth. They do... 21 Jump Street, they right. did Lego movie. Well, yes, there, there have been rumors that have come out of this as well, that uh, they were having the actors do a little more comedic improv. Yes. And that uh, Kathleen Kennedy saw some of the reels and tried to sort of put them together, and what they had was like a really good sketch show, but right. nothing to really tie it together. Yeah, and that doesn't, and I get why they would want to get rid of them for that. Mm-hmm. And some people are going, well, you should do something different in Star Wars, it can be different things. And that's true, but it it has to fit in a certain tone. Well, and most importantly, you'd think by eight movies or however many we've gotten now, right? You would think that that's enough where you can start doing that. But the Han Solo movie, y- you gotta you gotta stick to something. Yeah, exactly. There's this is an established character, and this as is well. one that if if they fuck up the Han Solo movie, it's they are fucked. Yeah, yeah. If this was um, if this was a different movie and they were making this up from scratch, right? If this is a story that is an offshoot of the trilogy, but it's not based on existing characters existing characters like you know? rogue one actually exactly could have done i was just like gonna say that yeah. if it was if it was more of a rogue one thing where it's someone who's tangentially involved but yeah. we've never met or, or we'll never meet them again right then go nuts but this guy has an established voice there's an established tone for what this world is yeah um you can't just really make it up yeah and so i understand where lucasfilm is coming from that being said you hired guys, you knew what you were getting. Yeah. And while I'm not saying that Lord and Miller can't stretch themselves or, you know, they are directors and at the end of the day, comedy or drama, your, you know, your tech, how you do things technically, it's, it, it's consistent throughout no matter what you're doing. Yeah. But you hired these guys because this is what they do. Right. Well, and most importantly to me, it sounds like Lord and Miller were sort of taken by surprise. When in right. What should have happened is Kathleen Kennedy should have said, hey, you've done all this. It's not what we want. Here's what we want. In fact, that should have been, they should have had lunch together and had right. a, a discussion with a notepad immediately right. before well, that. Apparently, they, they did something like that where mm. they had, um, they had done a, they, uh, they had done a, a few weeks of work gone on to, I think this is where the firing happened is that they'd done a few weeks of work gone on a hiatus which is not uncommon for these Star Wars movies I think that, that was a precedent that was established before because these are big things So and because you have an established tone and an established universe that you have to match into you know you shoot a little bit go on a hiatus Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy look at what you've done and then come back and go Yes, you're on the right track. Keep going with this, but you need to do that. You know, they right. give notes, and then you go from there. Yeah. Um, I think what happened was they were like, "This is so far off base that we can't." You know, there's no bringing. There's it back. no bringing the, bringing the ship back. Yeah. Into into the, I don't know where the harbor. Not even Dock. the harbor. I was going to say just on the route on the path of where they were going. Um, yeah, I think that uh, that being said, Lord of Miller out, Ron Howard is in. Um, I think Ron Howard is going to... I don't know what he's going to do with the existing material. I don't know what's going to be reshot. I would imagine a good portion of it. It's amazing how much fuck-uppery has been going on in these big-budget, exciting movies that yeah. people are all waiting for. Like, we just had the same thing with... Um, I mean, not the same thing. It's very different. But Zack Snyder leaving uh, Justice League and being right. replaced with Joss Whedon. I mean, y- yeah. But even even before that, just the amount of fuckuppery in that whole yes. franchise right. is... Um, 
the the fact that they can't the fact that Lord and Miller left one project with them, went to another one, shot for three did pre production, shot for three weeks, then got fired from it and could potentially come back right from where they started is amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it it is incredible that these big franchises it's you know, I I commend them for trying to make it a little more diverse with yeah. different voices and things sure. like that. Um but that being said, you know, you knew what you were getting when you hired these guys. That's true. So, I don't I don't know, you know, what else to tell you. I I do think Ron Howard is a good choice for them. I think he can blend enough humor with drama. I think he can handle the scope. I think he can handle the tone. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be just fine. So I think he'll be just fine. So I'm just curious to see what happens. Um, I'm curious to see what actually what happens with uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. Well, he was one of the people that... Uh, one of the actors that people were talking about as well. Right. But uh, he's such a good match for the two of them. Well, regarding regarding the improv that was right. being done. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that is more up his alley. You know, he's really good at that sort of thing. So right. So I'm were... curious to see what... Ha- I mean, yeah. I know he'll still be good. I think he's a great fit for that character no matter yeah. who's directing. Yeah. But I, I'm interested to see if it feels... In fact, you know what? A Lando Calrissian movie would be perfect for that kind of thing. Get, yeah. Get Donald Glover... To do a Lando Calrissian movie and have it be a funny, rompy right. sort of adventure. Well, the, somebody had I had heard that from somebody else that 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 I think that they thought a good idea, and I actually can concur with this. That you know, if they are looking for a new director for this thing, they had one sitting on set the whole time. I mean, Donald Glover. Oh yeah. Well, he would be. I understand people feel he might be a risk because he's never handled something with this scope, yeah. but. People forget he's not just a reformer. He was a writer on 30 Rock. Yep. Straight out of college. He went straight from 30 Rock, then got community and proved himself as a performer. Then, um, and then, and since then has created Atlanta, which is amazing. Yeah. I have yet to see it, but uh, I've seen that. I've only seen one episode in that episode you, you watch and you're like, this is incredible. Yeah. Um, I've only heard amazing things. Yeah. And he's, he stars in it. And also at this point, like he's also got his rap career with Childish Gambino. Right. There's basically that he can, he he can can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. He, no, he has, he's proven he's kind of a Renaissance man and he's creatively, um, good at, handling different things yeah um or, or or taking up different challenges so it's not completely out of the the ballpark to to say maybe give this guy a shot with directing something yeah or at least writing something right you know at least have him script a lando script yeah. for himself yeah i think he could write great. for himself really well and make it really a full full fleshed out character even more than it already is yeah um, Speaking of Shia LaBeouf, go for it. I know I was like you're gearing up for something, and I can <laughs> I can see it, see that little glint in your eyes. Not really. I, I just mentioned Shia LaBeouf, and it reminded me that a trailer came out for the movie McEnroe or Borg versus McEnroe. I don't know if you saw that yet. Oh, I saw. Did I see a trailer for it? I saw that there was a trailer. Feel like I've seen a trailer for it. It's but it's been a while. <laughs> okay, it came out today. I think so. I have not seen any of this. Okay, great. Oh, I think you know. I think I'm thinking of the Billie Jean King, um, Bobby something with Stephen Carell. Stephen Carell. Steve Carell and. Are you having a stroke? 
I'm mixing up my period piece tennis movies. I saw a picture of the McEnroe thing. Okay. I have not seen a trailer of it. I saw a trailer for the Billie Jean King, Bobby something or other <laughs> tennis movie. Okay. I, I swear to God, that's a real I, thing. Yep. And I'm, I don't I'm know. Cutting, have you seen that trailer? I'm cutting this whole thing. Okay, great. <laughs> the some, the Bobby something something. Um... Have you actually have you seen? Oh, then cut this out. But have you seen that trailer? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, we'll look it up on the break because it's actually great. All right, you got to see the the Borg versus McEnroe trailer because it's about it's yeah John McEnroe and, and uh, what's his name Borg yeah. I, his his rival I don't Bjorn remember. Borg Bjorn Borg yeah but it's, which sounds uh, like an IKEA furniture Shia LaBeouf is playing John McEnroe proving once again that Shia LaBeouf is still alive. <laughs> That's all I got. I forgot that he was alive. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. He's dead inside. Yep. He's always dead inside. And because of him, we're all dead inside. It's a true fact. Yep. Yeah. So Jurassic World Uh got a poster, and in that poster, there was a new title for the sequel. Oh, I was like, I've already seen that movie. Yeah, I should have prefaced that. I I thought you would have clamped onto the idea that we're talking about the sequel, not the one that came out like two years ago. But I should have I should have known better. Yeah, I'm not smart. So in the end, it's my fault. (laughs) Uh, The Jurassic World sequel got a poster and on the poster it gave the new title and also there was a slogan on it. Have you seen any of this? No. Um... The title for the Jurassic World sequel is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Sure. Thoughts? Initial? I, yeah, makes okay. sense. I actually like the slogan on it. It just says, life finds a way. Oh, nice. Indicating, and they had said this before, but it's it, I think they've established this for certain now. Ian Malcolm. Yeah. Back in the Jurassic World. Uh, back in the, the Jurassic uh, World. Yeah. Uh, Excellent. Jeff, Excellent uh, impression. Jeff. <laughs> Excellent. Keep going. Uh, um, uh, by the way, I did it for 30 minutes and we just cut it out and yeah. skipped ahead. I, I'm Thank you for the listeners, but that doesn't get back 30 minutes of my life. Goldblum. <laughs> That's his middle name is I did this for 30 minutes, but I cut it out. But that no, doesn't give me 30 minutes. I thought back you meant his life. middle Goldblum. name is... Uh, uh, uh. Uh, maybe it is. He's just saying his middle name. Maybe it is. What the fuck were we talking about? Um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff is Goldblum officially is in Jurassic in the movie, World, right? And they they put a little nod of the hat. Tip yeah. of the hat. Tip of the finger. Tip of the. <laughs> t- a little tip of the dick to, to Jeff Goldblum <laughs> on that one. Um, are we? Are you? Does Jeff Goldblum being Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom a make you more excited for the next Jurassic World movie? You just said one choice. You Wait, said hold a. on. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna. Do you want me to answer? Answer first? that one first. It is enough that it's genius because it is just enough to make me go from not wanting to see this movie to being like, yeah, all right, I'll check it out. Okay. Does G- B does Jeff Goldblum being in this movie make up for the fact that they have a shitty title? I like the title. You really like it's, the title? I mean, I wouldn't say I really like the title. It's fine. It's a no, title. No, I didn't mean like really like I meant Yeah, really? I actually do. Yeah, I mean, it's a fallen kingdom. Like, look, they went from being this... It makes sense. It's apropos. Sure. It's not... It's, not, it's a little cliche, but... Right. Whatever. It's Jurassic so, World. Would you have rather... Like, Jurassic World... Oh, no. It, I guess it went Lost World, didn't it? Okay. I almost... And then, then they went Jurassic Park 3. Oh, right. Sorry, I was thinking of the originals. I was like, was it in Jurassic Park 2 and then 3? No, it's just Jurassic Park 3. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. 
Um, this time it's personal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Where the where could this go? <laughs> I just don't know anymore. Well, I wonder if it's going to be like a... Well, I mean, it's going to be like Lost World, probably. But I wonder if it's how much of it is going to be like a, a post-apocalyptic on the in this world. You know, in, in the Jurassic World. Like right. the theme park. Or, or what is... what is Like, what the fuck happened in that movie? They, they got out or... They got out. Everybody got out. And then the, no, dinosaurs, the dinosaurs took dinosaurs. over the island They one just took over time. the island. They, it was... Yeah. It's, it happened exactly the way it What do you think in, the odds are that the T-Rex is going to make it to... The mainland? The mainland. Like it did in the Lost World? Yeah. Because that's the plot of... Like, right? That's the that's how we went from... That's what happened from Jurassic so, Park 1 to Lost World. So they, Jurassic Park 1, they were at the theme park, right? Right, but it, it all exploded and the dinosaurs took and the over dinosaurs took the over. island. The Lost World actually takes place on another island? Right. It takes place... They were like, oh, but there's a South Island where they did all the growing of dinosaurs, right. and that's the one we're going to. Yeah. So, I I think they've said they're going to do something completely different, and everyone's going like, oh, that's a great idea. And for me, I'm like, no, it's actually not. I think that's a terrible idea. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to do, but at the same time, like, it's a very specific thing they built. I have a grudge that I hold against Jurassic Wait. World. Okay. I mean, you may be involved with this. Probably. It may be your fault. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> somebody. The, all right. So there were two things I was waiting for. Okay. Right? And two things that I wanted them to correct that are now known facts. Yes. One is that dinosaurs had feathers. And they corrected that one. Yes, they in did. In the movie, B.D. Wong, who's actually evil for some reason. Right. <laughs> in the movie. Right. Said, you, this was your idea. You wanted me to make it look more reptilian take off the feathers or something like that like does, he wait when does he say that i don't know he's he's is that he's, in jurassic park or jurassic, jurassic world? world oh that's he, what i was saying oh, really? i'm waiting for them to i wanted them to correct two things okay one was that it doesn't make any sense that in jurassic park they clone these animals right and none of them have feathers now that we know that so they, that they, they have feathers so they yeah, retconned yeah. it they yeah, were yeah, like, that's saying. why we did that to make them look more, more like more. the dinosaurs we all know and love got it even though those never existed right so we changed the genetic code to get rid of the feathers. Right. The one they did not correct right. is that the motherfucking Velociraptor doesn't was exist. A, it does exist. Well, but it's not called that. It was a foot and a half tall. Oh yeah. A Velociraptor was a foot and a half tall. It was the size of a chicken. Well, I mean, they could, yeah, they could just explain it like that's when we got wrong. Right. Yeah. We got someone it wrong. just called it the wrong name. Well, no, even that, say. I would say like, the, the, you know. No, no, because there was something that is similar to the Velociraptors in the movies. They were right. called Utah Raptors. Yes, I know what you're saying. What I was saying is, like, the, what they could do is just say, yeah, it was one of the time We didn't realize this when we were... It, the first time around, but that's... The way we were growing the dinosaurs, something in their DNA, something in their genetic code nah. was off. Look, here's the, here's the easy way you fix that. You want to make Chris Pratt's character look like that, look like Crocodile Dundee for dinosaurs, because that's what they were sort of going for, right? Sure. Have whatever her name is, the redhead. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, Bryce Dallas Howard. Just have her say, you know, at some point, oh no, the, the Velociraptors are out, and have him be like, that's they're not, not they're and not he's really. also the, the raptor trainer, right? right? So he'd be like, actually, they're not called Velociraptors. Everyone gets that wrong. They're called Utah Raptors. Right. That's but doesn't all you need. He, but doesn't he call them Velociraptors in Jurassic World? That's what I'm saying. So Just have him be the one who changes that, and then have everyone else You're saying they should have done that in Jurassic World. Yes. That's the grudge yeah. I still So hold. it's too late for them to do that right. now. Got it. That's the grudge that I, I hold with them. You're such a dork <laughs> yeah 
weird for this podcast. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> you know what would happen if a Velociraptor came after you? I'd die? You'd punt it. I'd you would, shit you my would, pants. No, it's, again, it's the size of a fucking pug. No, I, I'm saying I... Per- well, first of all, when pugs come after me, I also shit my pants. <laughs> that's why they like you so much. Yeah. No, right. you would you would drop kick it like a fucking chicken. <laughs> if a chicken started attacking you, you would be fine, right? You'd be a little scared, but you'd be like, what's happening? And that's the extent of it. Two things. One... You would never survive in a farm because you'd kill all the chickens and have no product. <laughs> and two, I've been attacked by a chicken. They're little bastards and they can all go fuck themselves. Have you ever played a Zelda game? Yes. Have you ever killed the... Or not killed because you can't, but have you ever attacked the chickens in it? Probably. Have you ever been attacked by the chickens in it? No. If you find a chicken and you beat it up enough for like... Depending on the game, like one to ten minutes. Yep. Um, it starts clucking and calls thousands of chickens to come and attack you. And if you don't leave, there's no way to beat them. Like, you can't kill them. Right. So they just start pecking at you and taking your life away. And the only way to stop it is to leave the town. I when In you, every Zelda game. When you edit this, can you just edit the beginning and end where you say that it's in a Zelda game and just make it seem like it's real life? Because <laughs> everything holds up. If you're like, if you attack a chicken for long enough... <laughs> One to ten minutes. For one to ten minutes, thousands will come and peck your life away. Until you leave the town. Until you leave the town. And then just put in, and that's why I no longer live in my hometown. And every time I go back, I'm attacked by chickens. So yeah, I think it's a pretty good title. Yeah. I think it's fine. Excellent. What you got? Uh, do you want something? I'll give you a choice. Do you want something that you might be a little interested in or something you will have zero interest in? I don't trust uh, you giving me a choice. I don't like this, the oh. switch in pe- the power dynamic. Well, too damn bad. Um, I would want the one I have zero interest in. All right, there's two of those. But I'm... <laughs> That's actually all I I only have two left. There's two that you have <laughs> and, and I would have zero, no. equally <laughs> zero interest in both of them? Yes. Okay, great. No, there's actually one that you might have a little bit of interest in. Okay, but but one of the ones you don't have an interest in is um, Tekken 7 uh-huh. will feature bowling. <laughs> Which is exciting. Wait, is bowling a character or nope. actual bowling? Sport of I'm bowling. In this. I'm in it. All right. Go for it. Do you know what Tekken is? I know what Tekken is. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, it's a combat ga- video yeah, game. Yeah, it's a fighting game. It was game. a precursor to Mortal Kombat? Wow. Nope. None, none of that. Not no? at all related. Okay. No. Uh, also, Mortal Kombat came out like, like Listen, five just, years before. I, get, I, I asked. Okay, I wasn't stating it like it's fact. I'm sorry. I got I got pretentious on yeah. you, didn't I? I got yeah. pretentious nerd on you. I'm sorry. Why can't why? Can't, I'm sorry. I shamed you. Yeah, don't nerd shame me. I'm I'm I apologize. So anyway, Tekken came out for the you PlayStation. do that on the internet where that belongs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, on YouTube comments. Yeah. The so Tekken one came out uh, for the PS one a long time ago, and I'll be honest, it's not very good. Neither is the second one, but the third one was really good. Uh, I'm going to go through and rate each of them. I was like, we're, uh, we got like four Here we more go, to though. Go. The next game after, I think it was the next one after Tekken 3, it was a game called Tekken Tag Tournament. And Tekken Tag Tournament featured a, a setting where you could pick a, any character 
and play a bowling game with that character. And each character had different sort of handicaps or, or like, uh, settings. Like, like, could one just not put their giant claw hands into the tiny little bowling No, balls? I don't think we ever got it. Well, some of, them, like some of them held the bowling ball in their hand. Like, some of them were, you know, there are characters that are robots. So those would be, have incredibly high accuracy, but maybe, um, you know, uh, low energy or, or something like that. I don't know. You know, <laughs> what, whatever. I'm trying to sure. think of an example. You know, like there were, there were characters who were very, very strong. So they would have very high power in throwing right. the ball, but have no accuracy. But couldn't, uh, after three plates of nachos, continue on. They would have a heart attack halfway through throwing <laughs> Right. Yes. Okay, got it. Um, so, so there was this sub game within the game. And in order to get a certain character, I can't remember which one, you had to... 100% like every character on hard on the bowling game on the bowling game yes that's how you unlock a character right that's amazing um and it was one of the favorite characters among the fans right uh so they are for the first time since then and that was on the ps2 it came out when the ps2 came out so it was a long time ago okay we're, we're two consoles ahead of that now right and uh they're finally bringing it back oh that's actually awesome i know like, i've I'm, never played these games i'm like, very excited i for do it. love i, I love am, tekken well i'm a sucker for video games that include tiny like sub games yeah. with their characters and especially ones that are have like nothing to do with what <laughs> yeah. the actual game is about yeah those are always fantastic yep i'm trying to i know that there are other examples i can't think of one well have you ever heard of um maniac mansion oh, that sounds so familiar uh, they they would do things like that. Uh, it was a computer game way way back when, and they had a sequel called uh, Day of the Tentacle. Okay. And actually, one of the games is, um, it, it's it's a it's a text game. So right. it's like a game where you tell the character go over here, right, look right, at right, this, right, use right. this item, whatever. Yeah. One of the things you can do as one of the characters is go into a room and there's a video, or I think there's a computer set up, and if you turn it on, you can play the first uh, Maniac Mansion. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's am- <laughs> so it's like two games in one. Yeah. That's amazing. I was just reading up on, because um, I see th- this everywhere, and I didn't know what it was for the longest time. Five Nights at Freddy's, right? And well, that's they a game... they just lost someone uh, on the the team. I forget. Oh, who, really? But yeah. Oh, yeah. that's sad. Well, I think he left. Oh, I thought you meant he died. N- not that I know of. Okay. I mean, uh, but they um, they have these mini games that apparently like right kind of fill in plot points, which yeah. I also think is kind of genius. Yeah, where it is. You you know, and it. I think that they're not they're not plot points you need to know, but it just enriches the story. Like it's a little exposition mini game, which I, I think is kind of genius. So yeah. that's actually really cool with the bowling. I th- it, like I said, I love it when it's like completely absurd. Yeah, like let's make giant robots bowl <laughs> next to some fire demon. I'm just naming characters that I think are in Tekken. Yeah, that's pretty close. Am I? Yeah. I was well, like, there's gotta be a demon in there, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, another one of my favorites, it's sort of a lesser known one, there was a fighting game called um, Rival Schools, and that one had a lot of games where it was about different schools that all right. hated each other and like went to kick each other's asses, basically. That's awesome. But so there was like a sports school, okay. so so you could play as those characters playing their sports. So oh, there was like awesome. a soccer game and a, a baseball game and a volleyball game and stuff like that. Nice. Um, you want me to go? I'm trying to find... I literally just read this thing about Five, five, Nights, five Nights at Freddy's, at Freddy's. And I'm trying to look it up. Have you ever played this game? No. I've never played this game I have either, no interest but I in see it, it everywhere. Yeah. Like, just merchandise for it and shit like that. Oh, here it is. Scott Cawthon. That's probably not how you pronounce that name. The creator... I was like, he's the creator. Yeah, and sole developer of Five Nights at Freddy's franchise has announced he is stepping away from the games to focus on his family. 
Oh, boy. His statement... That's never good. ...is very long, so I'm not <laughs> going to read it. <laughs> You're like, also, in the middle, he seems to go on a five-minute swearing tirade. Yep. Look, what do you have? <laughs> um, so... Damon Lindelof... Nope. Well, I'm gonna... I'm not just gonna name a name and then leave it at that. <laughs> Let me finish, fucker. No, I was telling you I've lost interest because I don't know who that person is. Okay. Just hear me out. Damon Lindelof, who uh, produced Lost and just got done producing HBO's The Leftovers. Hmm. Has uh, he done anything good? I'm pretty sure he has. I forget. <laughs> there are a couple movies he's attached to, and I'd have to look it up to see. But was he attached to a Star Wars movie? Maybe. I'm not sure. Anyway. Yep. Damon Lindelof. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yep. I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to back it up. Okay. And I'm going to re-enter it from a different angle. Ready? Here we go. Okay. The Watchmen is apparently getting um, their own HBO miniseries. Now you have my attention. Produced by Damon Lindelof. Nope, I'm out. Okay. Um, okay. Let me take away Damon Lindelof's name. The Watchmen. Yep. Are getting their own miniseries on HBO. Oh, that's great. Yeah, okay. Who's, who's doing it? Don't worry about it. It's okay, not great. Um, so there's a lot. First of all, I think this is a great idea. I think this is the... If you're going to make this for the screen, this is the proper medium to do mm. it in. It's HBO, you said, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a good idea. But also just miniseries. I think it's better suited for this. Because I, while I would love to see a Watchmen movie, I've not seen... The Zack Snyder movie. Really? Well, um, it seems no. like something you would have seen. I haven't seen it either. I had wanted so we to are see the experts to talk it. about this. Well, it, and you know, people at first really hated it, and I think over time have kind of come to grips with it. I don't think it oh, really? gets as bad a rap now as it did when it. Oh, I remember people used to just be like, "You've never seen this amazing movie." Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I think that this is a better medium for this because it's hard to condense that story into a two-hour period yeah. and give it real justice That's because it's supposed to... I mean, the way that they designed the book, it's supposed to feel long. It's supposed to feel like a trudge to get through. Yeah, They want that because they're trying to create a, war, a world that feels that way. Yeah. Um, I, I think the big question is, you know, when you're doing this, what stays in? What goes out? Sure. What's going to be added or changed to to make it feel fresh? Yeah. Like what? I mean, you've read Watchmen. Nope. What? Yeah. Well, yes. That's why I said it seemed like it was up your alley. It's a, more of a DC world thing, right? I'm not. It's not really my oh bag. Boy. Oh boy. All right. It's going to get harder to do now. Um, because really, I guess what stays in, what stay, what goes out, is the the question. Um. And this is a thing that is widely known, um, especially the ending. And so... I, I, yeah, I pretty much got it. I pretty much know it all. Right. Like what happens in yeah, the answer yeah. without having read it. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard all of that. Yeah. So I think the question is, when you're doing this, I think fans are going to be angered by what gets changed. Right. But at the same time, you got to change it so that people aren't just watching a paint-by-numbers thing. Maybe. I think... See, I remember the only problems i heard people have with it was the things that they had changed from the comic so maybe just keep it frame by frame with the comic i guess i i mean yes my instinct is to say yeah just do that but because this it doesn't hinge on a twist 
but that is it there is quite the twist ending to it yes people know that it's coming from like a mile away right even without um threading it along right so i guess i guess what you got to do is think certain things that are in the body of the of the miniseries you know what can you bring in do they bring in the there was a series of before watchmen where it was a series of uh, miniseries comics for a lot of the characters that kind of fleshed out their backstories. Do you bring some of that in? And do you know what I mean? Like there's yeah, a little things a bad like idea. that. Um, which isn't the worst idea for this because mm. I think you need to bring something fresh to the table in order to make this really work for both fans and non-fans. Sure. Um, there's also a series, you know, in each of the, at the end of each issue, there's a bunch of print in it. There's like newspaper articles and oh, things like I that. See. And there's also an alternate comic book that one, somebody's reading in this world. Oh. And I think you have to cut it out. And people are going to be pissed about that. But I think you cut it out and streamline it. Mm. Um, but it's... I, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens with this. I think this is the right medium for this. I'm a little concerned that... Uh... Uh, the guy from Lost is working on it because I was not a fan. Really? Yeah, I I, I forced myself to get through the first season. Okay. Uh, and after that, I turned it off. See, I I actually liked Lost, and but I will admit it has its faults. Yeah. I like. Um, well, the the problem that I could see very clearly was that every episode it would answer one question and ask two more. Right. And I was like, they're never answering these questions. Right. And. It's frustrating. That was cool for a while, and then mm-hmm. you're right. It got it got more and more frustrating. Yeah. Because what happens is you have to get more absurd with your answers. Right. Because every time you answer one kind of normal, and you open up another two, that can only mean you can't make it more nor those two answers more normal than the one. And there's fewer answers left. <laughs> That's right? true. Like every time yeah, you answer a question, your, there's yeah. a there's no you can't use that answer again. Right. And I I agree with you. I think that I I don't hate it as much sorry i'm just looking at what else you're on facebook um well yeah of course what are you friends with him oh no he wrote um he's also written tomorrowland Uh, that did not do well he wrote star trek into darkness that did not do well it did all right wait was that the second one that was the second one yeah that did not do well um he wrote prometheus yeah, I'm seeing a pattern. He wrote Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, he wrote. How World, many Oscars did that one World win? World War Z. All right, that one got better reception than his others. I actually hated that. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, I thought that was really dumb. Um, I saw it while running on the treadmill once. <laughs> oh well, that works then. Yeah, I saw the second half. It was fine. I I think that he is better suited for this than many other writers they could have gotten because he does at least know well yes you're right lost is for a lot of people it's frustrating because it opens two questions and only closes one he does know how to create a narrative that is mysterious that you know it doesn't reveal too much exposition it doesn't reveal too much and it doesn't you're never going to be ahead of the plot yeah and that's something that this story needs he's also proven that he can work magic with many characters yes which, which is, is also important. true yeah he can juggle a lot of balls in the air i heard as soon as it was coming out of my mouth i heard it <laughs> it was like i as before i even got to the end of the sentence i was like ah oh, this was a mistake but overall i think i i actually think this is, this is a good fit of writer with material yeah um what, what you got one more i got two more you got two more you want one you care about or one you don't care about 
Let's do one I care about. All right. Did you hear? Uh, you you know about Luke Besson's new film coming out? Uh, the um. Uh, I don't know that I could pronounce it if my life depended on it. Valerian Thousand Planets. V- Vesuvius. Vasectomy. And a thousand planets. I'm looking it up right now. Val- Val- Valerian. Did I say Val- I said Valerian. I think that was the one you said first. Yeah, Valerian and a something of a thousand planets. Are you excited to see that movie? You know, I wasn't at first. Mm-hmm. And then when you and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and right. we saw the trailer yeah. in like full 3D and yeah. IMAX and everything, then I was. Well, I actually got to see Fathom Events had the fifth element. They yes, played it and you, I got yeah, to see yeah, that. you were telling me about. They it. had a Valerian like sneak peek that was like fifteen minutes long. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, when I saw the trailer at first, I was like, "Nah, eh, it looks fine." But when I see, like, that is definitely a movie I need to see mm-hmm. in the theater. Well, and it's right up Luke Besson's alley. It like, is everything and about it. You know what? Every time I see something of Luke Besson's, I think, I think initially, I I feel like I'm not gonna like it, mm. and then I like it. Yeah. With the exception of the professional, which I love, right? Every single time out, oh, like from so the good. beginning to the end. Well, and yeah, he's he's one of those like you know I think we talked about this on another episode about Baby Driver and about how that was a movie that if it were directed by literally anyone, anyone else, else, we would not want to see it, right? But he's one of those guys that like you see the trailer and you're like, all right, what? All right, yes, I'll, I'll see it. it. I'll shot. like it. Yeah, I'll like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't excited at first, and now I'm getting more excited for it. So the reason I bring it up is because uh, <laughs> Luke Besson tried to explain the first 18 minutes of Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets to his crew before they shot it, but it just wasn't landing. Right. So uh, he was unable to make them understand the scene, and because of that, he instead recruited his film class of 120 students to get in costume, man some cameras, and shoot the opening sequence so that Bassan could show the professional crew what he was talking about. That's amazing. Right? Like, I, I had heard, I'd read that headline and I didn't know what it entailed, <laughs> but I love the fact that they, like, shot the scene. Yeah. First of all, where is he teaching? I have no idea. What film school is this? <laughs> That's amazing. And secondly, I mean, it's probably in France. True, but I gotta say this though. Part of me is like, well, then just get the film class to film it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, just give everybody jobs. Yep. uh, And and put them on the crew. uh, He actually had this to say to Entertainment Weekly uh, about his students. They were the actors. They were the cameramen. The lighting people. The grips costumes accessories we put the 600 shots on the wall and one by one we shot them they did everything in three weeks and then we edited and put in some temp music and then the crew understood the scene that's amazing i mean i will say this i i worry about the fact that in order to explain one scene to his crew Mm -hmm. he took three weeks time and did all of it and i'm like in three weeks time you probably could have shot something probably the wrong movie. though I think about it well though. yeah but you know, I, are you, you gonna explain to the producers that they spent all their money on this scene and you gotta shoot it over again well i know because i don't want ron howard to take my job so exactly yeah that's fair um that is amazing though that's uh, that's fantastic yeah and you know every one of those kids is getting a job straight out of school though <laughs> yep. first of all they all have great reels for something yep and secondly, they're like, I shot a major motion picture <laughs> for n- zero dollars yep. and and made it work. Like, yep. that's awesome. That's really amazing. While in school. they If they don't include that scene on the bonus material, they're insane. <laughs> that would be great. Because that would will. be fantastic. I would love to see that yeah, scene. Yeah, me too. I would love to see it. <laughs> um, that's awesome. 
That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else? I got one more. Uh, yeah, I got one more. Is it is it a big one? No, it's not like a big one. All right, mine's super lame. I don't know. Mine, I think, sounds cool on paper, and then once I say it out loud, I feel like it's going to be super lame. Um, so James Gunn went on Twitter and officially announced um, there are definitely 100% no plans for him to make a Howard the Duck movie. Right, because there was a leak. Someone said that they yeah. were in talks Well, I think that, that somebody, that some group had started talking about Howard the Duck. I, they might have even been talking about the 86 movie. Mm. And were like, this movie sucks and blah, blah, blah. And they should make another one. Da, 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 and James James Gunn could direct it. because he's And he's probably going to do it. And James Gunn had to go on and be like, nope, <laughs> I'm just going to quash this right now. I'm not directing a Howard the Duck movie. Right. Um, I guess my question is, do you believe this? I believe that they are not going to make a Howard the Duck movie. Really? Yes. I think that they will. I, I mean, I'm not when, saying like it's next one when up. they When they run out of ideas. Listen, if he can make Guardians of the Galaxy and make it work, I think Howard the Duck... I mean, I don't know much about Howard the Duck, but... I think it would be a very interesting movie. And I think he can make uh, that work. I, if he was even on at least as producer. I think it's a bad idea. Really? Yeah. It's Completely? not it's not yeah, it's not the kind of movie that like imagine imagine a rocket raccoon movie. Yeah. It's like it would be fine at best. Right. Like you can't have a CGI character be the lead in one of these movies. Me. You know? How like would you a, feel about him being full support? Like, if it was like... Oh, if he joined the Guardians of the Galaxy? That would be fucking phenomenal. What about him and just... What if it's like a buddy cop thing? Like, him and just one other character? Maybe. It's still difficult for me, though. Like... I... I yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I'd like that. What if he's a villain? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> that would actually be fucking Iron Man? Weird. Yeah. That would be great. We actually got word that... um uh, when filming Spider-Man scenes in Infinity War, yes, uh, Tom Holland did not know who he was fighting, and I think oh, really? still doesn't. Really? I think there's a new, there's another person that has there, not yet. Been I know introduced that there are a couple. Of, they just they just came out today with photos of Benedict Cumberbatch fighting somebody in a mocap suit, yeah. and it's been, it's Paul Rudd. No, it's not. He looks like Paul Rudd. Oh, but it's not. So no one cares about Pokemon Go anymore. <laughs> But I've got some news. Excellent. You keep talking. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up my end of the episode right now. What does that mean? Well, I'll, I'll just say goodbye now and you can just keep talking. Oh, you're going to leave? Yeah. Okay. But you keep going. Okay. They recently did a... Uh... Yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs> keep going. No, keep going. It's okay. Keep going. They recently did a huge right, overhaul with the, uh, the software and the game mechanics. At Media Lunch Frank on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting this out. No, 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 it's fine. Keep going. How long have we been talking? Long enough. No, all right. No one cares about Pokemon Go. Go. No, I, I do actually want to know what's <laughs> going so on with much. Pokemon Go. No, you don't. No, I do, actually. I don't even. No, now it's I, not, now actually, I now my, weird. It's no, so lame. Actually, now my interest is peaked. Okay, good. They redid all of the game mechanics so that, like, the, the gyms have been changed. Like, uh -huh. that was the main thing that people playing the game were super uh, uh, Critical un, of? unenthused of. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and they recently revamped the whole thing, and there's a bunch of bugs that people are super pissed about, including one where if you leave your Pokemon in a gym... A stranger comes by, offers a candy, and it goes off with the stranger into close. his van. That would be better. <laughs> yeah? It actually... There's a glitch. Like, one in every hundred people this happens where it doesn't work. Like, just something happens and the Pokemon doesn't go into the gym. But it's locked as though it is in the gym, so it can't do anything else. And it can never get sent back to you because it's not actually in the gym. So you just don't have that Pokemon anymore. Oh, that sucks. So people put, like, their best one in there. Right. And then it's just gone. (laughs) I bet they were like, you know what? I don't think this is a bug so much as they secretly made this happen on purpose. Because they're like, everyone has unlocked all the really good Pokemon. And now this is just boring. We need to mix it with it. This is their version of, like, relaunching issue one like this is their crisis on infinite earth this is their (laughs) secret wars they're like we're just gonna wipe the slate clean you're gonna send us all your best pokemon we're gonna get rid of them they're gonna be trapped in here forever get rid of them in the in the pokemon go version of the phantom zone trade them for candy trade them for candy which i still say is creepy chris did you have a punchline to that you know, I was working towards it. I was going to be just as surprised as you when I got Okay, to great. It. So I'm going to cut you off right there. And I'm going to say, I miss the days when we had news about No Man's Land. No Man's Sky? I miss no it Man's too. Sky. Right? Is that the name Do of we it? have news about No Man's Sky? Is this a lead-in? No. I can Google it and see if there's anything. But remember the last <laughs> the last piece of news we had about it? Do you remember? Was that, I, was that the one where they closed, the, where people went to the offices and there was no was one just, there? Yeah, just evacuated. <sighs> I'm going to search No Man's Sky and see what comes up. This is a super ghetto version of this show. That's racist. (laughs) No, it's not. We're normally so prepared. All right, go to news. I'm plenty prepared. You want me to look up for a half hour another article? There's news from today. About about No Man's Sky? Yes. Shut up. I'm opening it right now. Do it. All right. Let's see what we got. It's the the Here title. We go. This is from. Um, We're at the exact hour mark. This is gonna bring us home. Here this, we go, baby. This is at argn.com. Okay. And it's titled "Stern Words from No Man's Sky." Ooh. Arg. Here we go. On July 8th, Hello Games will run a radio advertisement on at least one of Howard Stern's serious channels. Spot won't be promoting the company's game, No Man's Sky, at least not directly. Instead. It, if past ads are any indication, it will serve as a signal to the game's fans that the website of yet another fictional company has unlocked, delving deep into the game's lore as part of the alternate reality game Waking Titan. I don't know what any of that means. But I was sounds, just going to ask you to please explain what that means. really dumb. Wait, so there was a fake company that had said they had conquered the game? I don't... I don't... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the first comment starts with I would just like an update for the game. <laughs> you know what's fr- you know what's interesting about this? What's interesting? And by interesting this? I mean frustrating hmm. is that now No Man's Sky news has become as confusing and frustrating <laughs> as, as playing itself. the game No Man's Sky. Neither of us, I always, maybe this is the maybe this is what the game designers wanted all maybe. along. I always feel like a bit of a poser when we do news on this because neither of us have played this game. Yeah, but I I always find it fascinating. It's probably like six dollars by now. We should, should just get play it. it. Yeah, we could split it. Again, whenever I picture No Man's Sky, I just picture a three D version of the ship from Asteroids just blasting around a blank screen. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Yeah. That's all we got. <laughs> what an awful way to go out. <laughs> of life. Yep. Yep. Because I'm jumping out of this window right now. And I will be joining you. Um, uh-huh. Oh, hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yep. You want to, you want to, I'll, since we haven't done this in a while, you want to split it half and half? Uh, you want to go alternate? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. All right. Where can they find us? They can find us on twitter.com <laughs> at media lunch break. They can find us at our website at themedialunchbreak.com. Or they can send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. They can subscribe to us on iTunes. Or on Google Play Music. Or YouTube. Yeah. And if they, uh, if we get a hundred subscribers, we're going to Oh, gonna start oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know what you were saying. No. Yeah. 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 yeah if we get a hundred <laughs> subscribers, we're going to start giving out free stuff. So go ahead and subscribe and subscribe yeah. all your friends and subscribe all your enemies and subscribe strangers you find on the street yep and subscribe um go ahead and buy the homeless iphones and then um subscribe them to to it as well and then just give the homeless iPhones. yeah you can also find us on facebook um you can find you can also subscribe to us on soundcloud damn it i was gonna do that one that's eight. Oh, you can go to our patreon when patreon.com slash the media lunch break that's it that's all. We only have nine. Oh, that bugs me so much. That we don't have a time I gotta get it. I gotta get something. I gotta get like a like a Pinterest for us. Mm. <laughs> um, or like an Etsy. Fi- also find us on our registry at thenot.com. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> that's gonna do it for us. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. How's 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 good. your bun in the oven doing? It's in the oven. Okay. Still that's cooking. good. <laughs> it's um it's it's a heat. Yay! Yay! Um, so we're gonna you know load it up with i mean no matter what the gender was i was gonna just nerd the crap out you're just gonna name it luke skywalker yeah pretty much yeah it was either gonna be a luke or a leia luke skywalker treble luke leia treble oh that's good or leia luke treble right of course exactly depending um and uh yeah so he's doing good and um that's pretty much it yeah and he uh likes watermelon a lot or doesn't like watermelon he keeps kicking when she eats fruit she maintains that that means he likes it i maintain he's like what the what is all this shit get it out of here you know that he's not in her stomach right well when she eats he starts like kicking and shit oh kicking and shitting i don't know what he's shitting i don't think he shits yet i don't think that's there if he's your son he's certainly shitting by now probably Probably. All right. What a good time. Excellent. Oh, what a lovely tea party. All right. That's going to be it. And uh, next time we're going to talk some Wonder Woman. Yeah, finally. Finally. Now that it's almost out of theaters. Uh, well, you know, we catch the tail end of those things. All right. Wait, what? Was that a sexist joke? No, I didn't mean it to be. It could be. I don't know. You want to go take a nap? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. Sounds good. We're going to have a lot of fun with the sexism on that one, I think. I'm basically just going to call you out on all of your shit. Hopefully. (laughs) And I am going to try and amp up the sexism so much. (laughs) Um, Okay, that's going to be it. Yay. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. How do I stop this again? You hit the stop button. Which one is the stop button? It's the stop button. Didn't you ever have a VCR? Do it's I the, it's, so? Do I have to rewind this at it's the end? The, yes, that's what takes so long. Oh, because you have to rewind it after. No, we get you have recording? to rewind it, and I have to listen to it. What if I don't rewind it? Then you have to rewind it. Listen, this is not a good joke. Nope. <laughs> that's fine. As long as it doesn't drop, you'll be fine. Yeah, Better? that looks perfect. Oh, I'm probably good. gonna have to turn you way down now.
but I could just go soft and sensual. <laughs> I don't believe that. Jeff Goldblum. Should we ask your wife if that's even possible? No. <laughs> yeah. <should we? laughs> Can we bring her in? <laughs> I thought so. Hold on. Let's see. Let me see if she'll actually come. No, on. please don't. Yeah? Please don't. You don't want to do it. No. All right, Sarah. <laughs> come here a second. I would just like to apologize in so, advance. Andrew wants to know, Andrew thinks the listeners want to know, is it possible for me to do anything soft and sensual? No comment? <laughs> I don't think, I don't know what's more insulting, the no comment or the amount of time she had to think about she it. She did say the word no in it. <laughs> so I'm counting that. Yeah, she says the word no a lot. Thank no. you for your help. <laughs> do you want to come back and defend the, the prequel trilogy? At all? We've got 20 minutes to spare. You can talk about Jar Jar Binks as much as you want. The mic is yours. <laughs> no. Thanks, but no. I'll kill you if you don't keep this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. 